1: Hello there, this is the Beluga podcast, Andy here, thank you so much for deciding to listen to this, and I'm going to tell you now uh, what what is coming up in this week's episode. Uh, I shall be um, basically talking about um, the the stuff that I actually record generally, oh yeah, excuse me, I did not mean to do that, Um, yeah, because I have some segment trouble, it says here. Yeah, um, you're going to hear in some of these segments that I, I'm, I'm not quite uh, on on form this week, but never mind. Uh, there, there is obviously the six-minute shout-out, and I've, I've got to make sure I don't give that one away. Uh, so I'm just going to go straight on to uh, Beluga Weekly. Yeah, um, I, I talked about a, a particular episode of Beluga Weekly that was inspired by something that actually happened to me and some p- people that I was hanging out with. Um, and it didn't make for terrific comedy, I've, I've got to be honest. But anyway, so you hear me talk about that, and of course, um, this week, uh, the, the film that was randomly selected for me by the internet, uh, for me to, to just give my thoughts on, was uh, 1998's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So, what did I think of that film? Well, let us find out. Now then, uh, some of you probably heard last week's episode and noticed there was a, a mistake, and it was a mistake from the uh, the little voice of the internet. Yeah, you over there, you, you 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 got it wrong, didn't you? What
2: are you talking about?
1: You know uh, the the date of. Um, Fear and Loving in Las Vegas. It, it wasn't 1988, it was 1998. I'm pretty sure I said 1998. Well, you didn't. You said 1988. Well, sorry then. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. I mean, after all, you're the internet. You're supposed to know these things.
2: Oh, come on. It's not like you've never made any mistakes on this podcast before.
1: Well, you win, I suppose. Okay, moving on. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I'm going to go to IMDB now and... um, Just to make sure that I... (laughs) This is my way of making sure I don't make mistakes. No, um... It's funny because this this is um, the second time I've been given a film to watch that I have seen previously. And by coincidence... uh, it also happens to be another Johnny Depp film, or one where Johnny Depp plays the plays the lead. Because yeah, uh, first it was Corpse Bride. Um, that was that was the first time I, I I had had a film to talk about that uh, I had I had certain familiarity with. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, Fear and Loathing. Yeah, it, it's it's an enjoyable film. I think once again. I, I would say this is one of those films I, I take where I tend to ignore you know, the, the, the the stuff that it it, it really is actually about, um, and focus just just on the uh, the antics of like the, the main characters. Yeah, um, and I, I think Johnny Depp is absolutely brilliant in this film. It's funny because I I don't think I'm I'm a huge fan of his like. Um, I, you know, I, I, it's not exactly the. the yeah, yeah, I. The, there's something about the the, the way he, he portrays Ralph Duke in, this adaptation. That. Really works. It, it's quite astonishing to think, because you know, I, I I. I, he 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 just completely owns like the the dialogue and. ...the mannerisms and everything of this character. Um, and, and it is that, that kind of thing where... ...because, you know, he, he's so funny in it. And it's like, he, he must have done a lot of improvising. A, a lot of it seems to be a product of improvising, I would say. I say that because um, apparently when Ricky Gervais made The Office... ...he and Steve Murch, and they worked out ways in which they could take improv... And kind of build um, a script around it because they they wanted t- to do a sitcom, but they didn't want it to be too like too too obvious that it had been written, that it had a three act structure or anything. So I think you you kind of get that here because the actors they they do talk in the kind of way you would expect them to talk, like because the the two main characters are, are, um, are very very much high on drugs and um and it is it's done in in a surprisingly playful way. I, I I've noticed this and I actually think this is a really it's a really good thing because it 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 brings a certain accuracy that you don't get with many films. This and with Male and I. They're films which I believe are both set in the the sixties pretty sure that's right <laughs> but um because yeah because a lot of people most people my age generally believe the 60s to be uh, the, uh, assume that it was uh, a wonderful time to be alive but from what I've heard from people who actually lived through it it wasn't like it was actually it was more a time when when people had this idea of togetherness and Peace and love, um but everyone was high on LSD, so they, they just, they're all tripping, and um and so a lot of it was in their heads. And the reality was, was pretty, pretty grim and not 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 the most pleasant. At least from what I've heard, obviously, because and, and and uh I've never taken drugs, so even though I would say that Fear and Loathing. Uh, Pro- probably does give you an idea of what it's like to take LSD. Um it's, I, I can't say that for certain because I I don't have any first hand experience but um, yeah I, uh, it, it is also I, I should say very Terry very, very Terry Gilliam aren't you forgetting something? oh yeah, uh Would I watch this film again? Yes, I would. Right, okay. That out of the way. I think it's now time for us to ask the question, what film will I be talking about in next week's episode? Strangers on a Train, 1951.
0: You don't understand anything, man. Leave your
2: stupid comments in your pocket.
0: Right, it
1: is now time for the six-minute shout-out. So, let's spin that internet wheel. Round and round it goes. It's an internet wheel, so it's it's incredibly big. It's got a lot of topics listed on there. Uh, Will it be a YouTuber? Will it be a website? Will it be somebody's art gallery? Will it be somebody's Facebook or Twitter? Will it be another podcast? It's stopping. Right, um, it has landed on... Uh, 35 hilarious names for animals that sound way better than the real ones. Scientists have worked for centuries to discover and categorise the entire animal kingdom. With Latin names and encyclopaedia entries for every species, the natural world is more documented than ever before in history. But what what if scientists got the names of our favorite animals all wrong? Perhaps these alternative and more realistic names should be used so let's see um, according to this site uh, a kangaroo um, hang on a kangaroo is a Tyrannosaurus deer a raccoon is a trash panda a llama is a giraffe sheep, a cobra is a danger noodle A chinchilla is a furry potato A bear is a furry nope A tarantula is a nope A walrus is a word bank A zebra is a prison pony An owl is a cat bird A manta ray is a sea flap flap A skunk is is a fart squirrel an otter is a sea cat snake. A seal is a sea dog. A penguin is a formal chicken. A seagull is a beach chicken. A bald eagle is of a freedom glider. An ostrich is a giraffe bird. An orca is a panda whale. A squirrel is a tree rat. A bearded dragon is a magical safety dragon. A bat is a majestic flying flap flap. Uh, A snake is a nope rope. A camel is a hot moose. A fox is a forest corgi. A hedgehog is a spiky floof. A rabbit is a snoot. A tortoise is a shell puppy A hippopotamus is a danger water cow A manatee is a floaty potato A platypus is a duck puppy And finally, a ferret is a cat snake Brilliant, so there you go (laughs) I really felt that that deserved a shout out and um, I have actually seen because I saw this posted on Facebook um, there's another one which is Musical Instruments um, shall I do that one now? <laughs> it would fill up a bit of you can probably see that I um, you could probably tell that I, I don't, don't know, <laughs> have much material on this, but well, all the material is there I'm just reading it um better names for musical instruments. Yeah, I think I think that there are various different topics that this um this it's kind of a running joke, sort of running meme. Okay, seventeen I uh I, I, here's here's the one I I've just found the page that I um yeah, 17 photos. Classical instruments get better names. So, a saxophone is a bendy sex whistle. A flute is a sideways pea shooter. Uh, a trombone is a slidey fart horn. A trumpet is a squeaky cheek exploder. <laughs> a violin is a screech plank. A tuba is a guff char. <laughs> A bassoon is a barbie tree trunk. (laughs) Cymbals will now be known as smashy plates. Um, Let's see. A a cello is a jazz coffin. A duck uh, duck pipe. (laughs) I've already given it away. Pretend you didn't hear me say duck pipe. Uh, An oboe is a duck pipe. Um, A harp. Come on, don't don't slow down. this web browser, I'm in trouble with Chrome. Is a naked piano? <laughs> of course it is. That that is literally what a harp is. It's a naked piano. Um, kettle drums are thwack pots. Um, are we getting near the end? A conductor is, is Captain Flappy. It says here. Um, a triangle is a whack-a-dingle <laughs> A French horn is a curvy honk glove. Are there any more? Uh, and the, uh, these these instruments, so that a clarinet is a tooty leather pole, and a cello is a big screech plank. So yeah, um, very educational stuff there. That, that's that's what we're going to be calling these things from now on. <clears throat> I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread. <laughs> Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the Fump.
2: Excuse me, sir, do you know what the Fump is? The what? The Fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the Fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The thump. What is the thump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible?
0: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online
2: Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what The Fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from The Dr. Demento Show, including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spam, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people? Was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ah, I quit. I'm going home.
1: The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Now then, Beluga Weekly number 94, another one that, uh, didn't go down so well, in my opinion. Um, I actually remember th- there was a particular evening where I um, I thought Okay, this is one of those uh, occurrences that I'm, I'm, I've decided I'm going to turn into a comic strip, excuse me. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, basically, it's uh, Uma and Storky at a restaurant on a date. It's not going very well. Emma is, is feigning sincerity when she says, "Thanks for buying me dinner, Storky." And Storky says, "Don't mention it." And Emma says, "Just wish it wasn't so noisy in here." Uh, Storky then goes to whether there's a television. I suppose this is more like more of a pub than a than a restaurant. And switches it off. He says, "There's your problem, sports channel." And then the uh, the bartender says, "Hey." Don't turn it off. My team are playing, and you put those sugars back, young lady. I saw you take them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, this this was based on something that happened when uh, I was out having dinner with my family, and we we're in this. It was this kind of small small bar, um, and there were very few people there. At one point. Because you know it was in the evening, and because um, I think it was in it was uh, in this like little hotel, a lot of people had gone back to their rooms, um, and uh, it was funny because the the person at uh, at, at the bar um, was communicating with us quite a lot, and we weren't necessarily you know uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, I, uh, it, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Didn't invite this person along. To... <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. Because um, uh, I think I just remember my parents commenting on the fact that it, it was a weird moment that you know we were because um, we, we weren't actually talking to the bartender bartender was just kind of nosing in on the conversation or something and, um the, uh, the the only person who was watching the television i think was the bartender so anyway that's basically it. That's, that's, that's um that's where this came from uh so yeah um i really didn't know what i what i was trying to do with these two characters um Ooma's a flamingo and Storky is a stork, so naturally they they they, they aren't the best match. And <laughs> um, and I think because I I was just trying to trying to get across the 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 fact that you know it it, it is an awkward situation to be in when. There's, there's nobody else to talk to but your date and the bartender um, the bartender can hear everything um you know despite the fact apparently that the the television was on really loud and i don't know <laughs> but yeah i think uh, the last panel yeah I was desperately trying to to put in a uh, something that sounded like a punchline. Again, just anything that, that to me sounded like it, it, it could work as a punchline. So when I said, put those sugars back, I saw you take them. That um, that would have made a lot more sense if, if, if there was any need for sugar on the table because they appeared to just be drinking wine, just having drinks. So yeah, uh... I also thought it was quite funny, I thought it would be quite funny for Ruma to swap the glasses around, because um, I think Storky ordered a larger glass of wine, um, and she's decided that she wants it. I really don't get this, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh well, um, but yeah, uh... I think because that year I was really just basing a lot of real life incidents, yeah, and and it, it seems embarrassing just to to refer to them as incidents because that that's not what they were at all. It was just like meaningless moments that I thought oh, that's quite that's kind of funny. I'll I'll make that the next Beluga Weekly. Why not? Because it, it was just like that, and, and again, this is why I I feel slightly better. um Combining all of the episodes to make a longer story. Uh, Because I actually have a better idea of where I'm going with them. and What the next one's going to involve. Because, yeah, I I, I tie it to this uh, specific plot. Um, Yeah, and... And I think that's why I'm glad that I, I had plenty of time to actually work out... What the plot was going to be uh, for this year's Beluga Weekly story arc, but yeah, um, this was this one was before the, the one I'm, I've been talking about, ninety-four. Not too bad. That was before I got to the first one hundred, so understandable. So yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't think you'll ever be seeing Uma and Storky again. Golly. Okay, so uh, I've made it to the Thursday segment, which is good Good news. Um, and, yeah, I, um, I will admit, this podcast uh, it is still just like an audio blog. Although, the thing is, because I, I do listen to it now. I actually I, I, I do like a test run. Because uh, initially I was reluctant to actually play it back and, and listen through the entire episode... Um, even before uploading it and you know deciding it was it was okay to, to add, add to the feed, um, yeah. So uh, recently, I've got into the habit of making sure that when I've edited everything together in GarageBand, that I play it from the beginning and just make sure that there's nothing wrong with it. That there's there's nothing in there that, that shouldn't be there, or uh, that I've I've made sure that there aren't any gaps left, because i'm doing all these individual segments and, and stuff like that yeah um and the thing is there are times when I listen and I think you know i can't believe that <laughs> um, I, you know just just the uh the act of talking about stuff just seems you know it it, it, it catches me and I feel like this week's episode has really been like that, I've, I've, I've definitely, (laughs) you know, I've found myself just being a bit lost. I mean, I'm I'm not saying this is a terrible thing, like, um, it, I, it, it probably doesn't ruin it for the, for those of you who are interested in listening to, to this every week, because again, it's, it's not intended to be a show as such. Um, it is literally just me passing the time by talking about things but yeah cuz you know originally i did just sit down for half an hour and and just just kind of speak my mind and and it was almost like therapy for me it, 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 i i just feel like there there are things that i need to be able to to just verbally say even if there's nobody there you know immediately there to hear it um and, and when you're doing a podcast it, it's it's kind of good to just you know especially if it's if it's you know not not really making you money that you you don't you don't worry about uh, how it sounds um, how many people tune in um, so so yeah I, I feel like it, it's not such a big issue but then again you know, I I just feel like it's always worth because it, it 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 tends to be rewarding you know just just to try you know putting a bit of effort so i went from just doing a um a half hour recording to actually having like an intro and and putting stings in between different parts of the, the episode and recording it in individual pieces so i'll do a little bit on monday a little bit on tuesday um yeah and uh and i've now obviously arranged it so that monday's when i talk about films uh, tuesday's when i do the 6 minute shout out and just find something on uh, just 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 randomly take something and be like this is good <laughs> uh, yeah um so uh what what i'm doing now is basically the the filler part where i, I just I just do the uh, random it'll just just like I did before speaking my mind just taking anything as it comes and because I think what's really been on my mind is how I've um handled some of the the segments this week and um as I say I, I I'm I'm not ashamed of the, the the way that I'm I'm doing this it, it um I I just feel like I have Kept it a bit more tight, and I've, I've actually, yeah, I've, I've I've managed to just, just stay focused. I mean, that's that's, it's amazing how easily I lose focus. I suppose for one thing, I've got a laptop in front of me, and that's always a distraction. <laughs> if I, if I try to to navigate and go through, so yeah, now I've just opened a new tab, and I and I had to I had to start relating what I'm saying to to this, because that, that is now my focus. Um, yeah, and so, so there's that. There's also, you know, I just, um, when, when, I, when I did, just earlier on, um, I, I, when I, when I was done talking about Beluga Weekly, it, it was it was really hard for me to work out how to, how to just stop. It wasn't so much that I I, I couldn't think of, of a of a funny way to end it, really. It, it, it's more that anything that I could think of saying just just it just seemed to uh, prolong the the recording and and it's funny because I would say that recently I've I've become quite good at, at not not trying too hard to wind it down and just being like okay that's it and then I'm done with the segment because I, I don't really have to worry about um how that that comes across you know that, and, and i think that's that's the thing i i um i i, I need to worry about it less R- rather than, <laughs> than think you know that th- this is not the way it should be i just need you i just need to be able to say this is the end of this particular segment Well, on the bright side we now get cable Well, it is now very nearly time for me to send you all on your merry way and so I'm just going to talk about the Comic Book Club and then wrap things up. The Comic Book Club, uh, the third Thursday of every month, 7pm to 10pm. This is at the Goblet's Wine Bar uh, on Above Bar Street, Southampton. Uh, They have a Twitter, at CBC Sotten, as well as a Facebook page, Comic Book Club Southampton. So yeah, uh, check that out. Um, there's also my website www.belugatoons.com b e l u g a t o o n s and I'm just going to leave it at that because I've I just I just feel the need to leave you be. <laughs> Hope you enjoy whatever you get up to next if if you've got another podcast lined up if, if you're listening on Stitcher or whatever then I hope you enjoy that one, Uh, thank you very much for listening though, Uh, do take care, and bye-bye!